0: Oh my gosh. The world is just becoming so jaded. What is happening? It's becoming a jaded world.
1: Hi, babes. I'm MJ. My pronouns are she, her, and welcome to our podcast. This is my partner.
0: I am Peter Teabags. My pronouns are he, they, them. And we are here to talk about love, relationships, the occasional sexy time, and parenting and you know other lifestyle stuff today we're gonna get downright philosophical are we we are we get let's dive in we dive in we go deep and then we we uh we give some guidance to the education system some vague guidance no specifics (laughs) we just kind of talk about things but hope you enjoy (laughs)
1: everyone is trying their best if we like if you believe there are no bad people but if there were to be a bad person a bad human straight up bad human
0: just to back this up we're talking about i said are there there bad bad people people? and it kind of threw me for a bit like I thought because I went to go make my long-winded explanation and say this is well no if that depends on the decision it's like they make choices and then I she cut me off and said nope not are there bad choices are there bad people and I say no there aren't because there becomes a point where you would start considering this a person a bad person. But until that point, until they've made the decision to do that thing that you've assigned them the label of bad person, they aren't a bad person. So it is a
1: right. network and so of choices. You can only be a bad person if you believe what you're doing is bad because it's inherently human to want to do good we all we all want to have the approval of others to some degree, right? yeah um, we want to contribute to society in some way we want to leave some amount of goodness behind, right?
0: Like, one of the things that I've learned studying writing over the... Oh it's Some sort of Mad Max style machine going by down the desert. (laughs) So crazy world out here, folks. Crazy world. Crazy, crazy world. I hope Flaming guitar shows I don't want to take us
1: too far off track because we might get lost, but... I do, I am pretty excited about my Harley Quinn Mad Max idea. If there are bad people, do those people know that they are bad? I say that the only way to be a bad person is to know that you are doing bad things. And you continue to do them. Are there bad people? Yes, because at at some point, people change into bad people.
0: When you're going out and you're... When you've murdered that's your third person... When you've murdered your third person <laughs> by stabbing them in the neck... Right. Like, maybe at that point you think... Huh. So... I'm would, probably a bad person. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to keep stabbing people in the neck, though. Right. Like, because right. that's what I do. But I'm Nick Stabby time, McGee.
1: there's probably so much trauma there. Hey, it's
0: Nick Stabby McGee. Anybody... Somebody <laughs> said wrong. my name? What
1: are you? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> what? remind me where was i
1: you're out stabbing people and realizing okay at the, my third stab is when you re- realize oh, i yeah. might be a bad person okay your third stabbing
0: so so yes there are bad people out there there I are guess. bad
1: people but i but I they've liked made how the choice <laughs> we, i liked that we first went we both went to, we believe in the good in humanity. They're not bad people. And I think that, I think that's true to a point. It's gauging where that point is, right? So at what point do we have to be like, all right, (laughs) I know this is bad. I keep doing it because of my traumas or because of this or because of that, but like, I mean you would know after you stabbed a person that was bad but you do it a second time or a third time (laughs) so
0: I never stabbed anybody
1: I never stabbed anybody
0: I'm just gonna put that out (laughs) there, I've never just
1: so, so good and bad
0: good and bad um
1: I wanna hear their opinions on our listeners like at what point does someone become a bad person or are, do you believe there
0: are bad people it's a good question let's put that out to the universe hey universe what do you think
1: oh it's it's just is let's this the
0: universe voice so cold. it you know. went
1: from like childish to stitch <laughs>
0: yeah sometimes you can't control it, it just it just goes it where it needs to I, th- I feel it i bet some discipline would bring it in line uh but yeah that's some practices latest. if you will so we have two teenagers in our home and one of them they're both very different Function the way when they're teaching you how children
1: typically in- take learn. in knowledge. Yeah,
0: it's not what you would picture as the middle of the pack. It's like you either haven't. We have one child who was channeled into the uh gifted and talented programs, and right. the other child who struggled a little bit in the same classrooms they shared a classroom because we went with them on a sorry route
1: right discussing their differences and realizing how differently they learn um, the middle child the reason this came up is because we were discussing how important it is to them how happy he gets when he's teaching others and we saw a moment where you know this was their first week back in school and he is helping his little sister figure out math and he's teaching her a trick that he figured out right
0: and his eyes were alight like whoa and And... so
1: this child is like the perfect child for the Montessori system it's kids teaching other kids it's helping like he was built for Maria Montessori's theory right Yeah, it's so the oldest who lives with us has a completely different learning style. And I was saying they would have really thrived in a traditional school setting, however, only with a certain teacher. And in order to get the certain teacher they needed, we had to go to Montessori schooling. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that teachers need to take note of. Uh, so, her oldest, they are very, um, like their parents, center of attention. They want um, people to be entertained. They want people, so in the classroom setting, the teacher is going to struggle with them. They want to be the ones talking. They want to be the ones making the other kids laugh. And that was very much both of us growing up. I remember um getting the label class clown, right? yeah How often I was did abs- you get that? I yeah. was always out in the hall. And but they're both so intelligent, right? But they just have these different unique ways of learning. And I love I love seeing this. Um, become more of a pattern with teachers. I'm seeing more teachers aware of different learning styles. Like on TikTok, your TikTok is full of teachers and things like that. Um, And they're making it easier for children like ours to have a voice to learn in the way that Mm -hmm. they they need to learn, right?
0: While I have my extreme frustrations with our school district I am thankful that they offered a public free school.
1: Montessori yes free public Montessori
0: but um, I want to back up so to check the... your
1: area I just want to say sorry real quick check your area there are so many people that did not know there was free public Montessori in our area just look it up like you would be surprised how many schools are going to that style of teaching or um reggio is another similar style to oh i've never heard of
0: this one i'm i, I might was... be
1: saying the name wrong so i apologize on that but uh a similar i was bad at reading the theories yeah because i didn't have time i was busy <laughs> i was
0: busy teaching so yeah, I felt like I always felt like I was a bad teacher. But
1: if you if you had just like taken the time to read about the different oh theories, I absolutely
0: know I would.
1: It it would have made your job easier.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I there and was I'm not always even those a
1: teacher, but I I like know that to be well. Yeah, I guess it was. But.
0: So I want to back up to the the difference between those two children in academic or, settings. Yeah, they were channeled down different paths.
1: Absolutely! Oh my god.
0: Like the 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 middle child, right? And like my brother, I think had a similar, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> or and one of my other brothers, my other brother did not, mm-hmm. and also different academic paths, and I've always wondered. So well, I've always seen it as when you channel the kids down the ac- the gifted and talented path like obviously there are children who need certain scaffoldings but mm-hmm. when I was being channeled when I, because I knew that I saw that they were putting me on a path like when I was 8 years old I'm looking and they're having me take this test and mm-hmm. I, I'm i knowing all these words and I'm not even trying on that reading test when I'm sitting at the back of the class with the next to this lady's desk uh-huh reading these words and I see how impressed she is every word I know and I'm just 8 years old so I'm like yeah this is easy so I lean into it and I did better when the teachers and the environment around me were putting me into a position where they were constantly showing me that I could do it
1: raising you for
0: then I got into junior high and I wasn't the smart kid anymore in my class. Because, you know, elementary school, your classes yeah, are you so have small. Your cla- yeah, there's so, like,
1: 30 kids you know. It's
0: easy to... Mm-hmm. It's big fish, small pond, maybe. Not that my class was dumb, because we had some geniuses, and I definitely wasn't the smartest kid in that class. Uh,
1: yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask you. When was your turning point? So it was seventh grade. So you were on this path to, like, gifted and talented, GT... And then seventh grade, you weren't getting that praise and reassurance anymore.
0: Yeah, because I entered middle school, and they, and... There's
1: too many classes. They There's too many students, you know. And I
0: struggled a little bit, and I fell into the sea. And, and I did, but <clears throat> the following two years of junior school, or er, junior school. <laughs> yes, here at junior school. Uh we're today going to learn how to be named after your father. Uh what do we do first? You just be named after your father. You can be a junior. And then you your,
1: graduate.
0: <laughs> there's your junior school graduation papers for you.
1: Okay, so the next two years are your a
0: birth ju- certificate.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid story. <laughs> Okay, that was fun, though. Okay.
0: (laughs) But, eighth grade, I found my footing, and teachers started picking up on it, and they started funneling me again in...
1: So you just kind of got lost a little bit in seventh grade.
0: Well, the thing is, when the teachers started funneling me, I did better, because it's i liked being pushed along yeah on that and that so i've always thought with our children i've always i was always upset that the that the older in our home did not oh was not tested earlier like yeah, i believe that never if, even if, they tested, the if they
1: were tested if they were
0: given that test in at the same time that at the same age they would have passed it and they would have also recognized some um, needs
1: absolutely I think
0: that every kid it, should be
1: uh, every kid should be tested and I don't I, why is it necessary to opt if out if they of want that? to I guess I mean I guess whatever anyway but
0: the point is make the kid feel like they should be tested for if,
1: and then you'll see the change in the child
0: like so, I guess like Neville Longbottom. And mm-hmm. Professor Sprout, you, uh, this is, a, our good friend told us this story, and yes. yeah, it like, or not, theory. told of the story, gave us this theory, yeah, that the best teacher at Hogwarts is Professor Sprout, because she, everyone overlooked Neville Longbottom, he was just cast aside, um, and you know he, I mean he was still a victim of the same thing that harry was he was just the one that wasn't chosen so he's the forgotten one and they just forgot about him and he is lame in the first you know couple books not lame no he's he's stumbling that's like actually lame yeah Uh, like true as a character damn okay (laughs) unless that's offensive in which case i'm apologizing for saying it which i it might be so i apologize to my disabled community um it felt wrong so
1: yeah if it feels wrong you apologize and we move on
0: okay where we were going
1: i mean i was just going to say channeling
0: the kids down yeah, the different
1: the, the different styles and just and it was simply because they had different personalities
0: yeah that um, was it that was it And I do feel like... The middle child
1: had the typical A-plus student attitude. They... He typically... The other had
0: behavioral issues.
1: But he he didn't. The one just played by himself, er,
0: Disciplinary issues, I guess, guess. is the better answer. That's the way to phrase that. Disciplinary issues. Because... Because it's the teacher giving the discipline. Yeah. Because the teacher couldn't manage the classroom when i when i messed up with like when there was an argument with a kid when a kid got sent from the room it was because i got messed up because i messed you got up
1: elevated
0: right it was never the kid's fault
1: yeah
0: they're a kid <laughs> they're they're prepubescent or not yeah. prepubescent they're
1: and so what kids. do you say to the people who are like well we need to hold kids accountable for their actions
0: I'm not saying you can't hold them accountable, just you gotta navigate it. Like, sometimes stuff's gonna happen, and that's. You need to pay teachers enough so that they can navigate this. Yeah, I. And I, train them.
1: As you were give talking give them quality about that. training,
0: which I was lucky. We got a lot, lot of really good quality training in my experience because I was with uh that teaching True. group. I don't know if I can say it on the podcast. But oh. It's Teach for America, it's on Portlandia. We got to talk about Teach for America. I'm proud of That's what I did for That's one of our them.
1: favorite episodes.
0: I left early, I do remember. but I
1: yeah, when oh. it was on Portlandia and our our youngest yells, "Daddy, <laughs> Teach for America's on Portlandia." Oh, oh she, was, was she was so, so proud. So hey? Yeah, she was. Um, I mean, it still was lit. the
0: hostage episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, hostage okay, so episode. I want, but
1: listen, I want to talk about the dynamics of teaching because as you were talking I thought about they're just getting all of the attention because they're misbehaving and so the the good students kind of get left behind right or you have the teacher that flips it and the one who is only paying attention to the students getting straight A's and are the air quotes, a student, right? Then the other children who learn in a different way or have a different personality type are more exuberant or creative or whatever it may be, they get left behind. And so as a teacher, it's really difficult to work through those dynamics and figuring out, okay, I need to see all of my students and realize that they all have a different learning style they all and like i said earlier um in the podcast i feel like it's happening more and more and i'm seeing more teachers on tiktok talk about it and acknowledging that each child is going to have a very different learning
0: style i mean look at it's on Malcolm them in the middle
1: yeah but it's where it, it's more prevalent now so it like there were pieces and I... that's how change start like It starts slow but we're building momentum and it's it i hope i really hope there's going to be some sort of like revolution in a lot of areas
0: (laughs) i always felt that on malcolm in the middle if reese had been channeled down like from a super early age like i know they talk about i know they did an episode about it one time and i yeah. know why are we talking about malcolm in the middle a show i have no expertise on and will oft quote wrong Not, and i, I literally don't know don't any it. of
1: the characters so i don't even know which one's malcolm i don't know
0: but i always i talk i thought of myself i as do malcolm like the name Reese, really though
1: so i can i say thought that. very
0: highly of myself in middle school and i <laughs> yes, thought i did. was malcolm <laughs> level intelligence and i remember Oh,
1: malcolm smart
0: no, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh yes, he's Malcolm is smart. I thought you were saying Malcolm smart. I was like, what the fuck is Malcolm smart? <laughs> no, I'm not making, I'm not making an intellectual reference. I'm talking about a television <laughs> program from the '90s, or early two uh, thousands, sometime. They so, went to yeah. Burning Man on that one. Anyway,
1: once. point is that it's really difficult to
0: be a teacher. Yeah, but like but it's also, also
1: difficult to be a student. Make a
0: kid think they have a chance to be something special. Brilliant. Every time in my classroom when they would when we would give like suggest somebody mm-hmm. to do go into it as they were waiting to do the test, they always did better academically. Always. Every time I Every time that I saw it in my class, every time I recommended a kid to be tested for gifted and talented. Oh, they did. And I regret that I didn't do it more often.
1: Like, why not recommend? And, like, wouldn't you want to see if they have that different learning style? Recommend it for everyone.
0: Yeah. And... The
1: test isn't going to harm them.
0: All the training does... Suggest tell a lot of the training does tell teachers to although i haven't been a teacher that. so
1: maybe there are some restrictions and you, things i don't your experience
0: is relevant you've we've had enough conversations that i know the i know your experience was exactly what my experience was okay but there were times like it's you got to be confident and you got to ease up on teachers man ease up on them give them more support and give them a good curriculum oh man when you have a good curriculum it makes it so much easier or so much less difficult is the way to phrase that because it was never easy even because I did have a great curriculum and I did have great support and that is a killer job they should be funded there's absolutely no reason that a classroom should have 30 children to one teacher.
1: I feel like we started this off as like we were attacking teachers and now we're like, save the teachers!
0: We no, weren't attacking
1: in the beginning, we were just...
0: We have, ex, ex, you know, there were things that I noticed while I was teaching that yeah. I wanted to do differently I in like the it's moment, more, but I we didn't were have the attacking, energy to do.
1: <laughs> Maybe and, ourselves a little bit and the errors we made in the beginning of our teaching,
0: and I want to point out that I was a very poor student when I was in my <laughs> master's program. So, my expertise is, you know, just mostly experience. Yeah. And I did read the books, but, like...
1: But experience oh, man, is like, the I, way you learn, honestly.
0: And I mean, I was pandemic I, master's.
1: I feel like...
0: I mean, that would have been cool to get.
1: I suppose this is cocky of me to say, but pretty badass with kids and the reason people are so willing to hire me on a couple summer camps with kids is because they can tell immediately that I know my shit when I'm talking about children (laughs) and yet like I'm still a mom and I fuck up all the time and it's so crazy like it's that I can give out advice all day, but for me to take it,
0: (laughs) I don't think your experience is. You're alone in that, and I think it's helpful to know that you're not alone in that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like other women feel like that. Because I feel that not not other women, other people feel like that all the time. Yelling. bird run across the wall oh, my oh God. i
0: love birds that's the my favorite change we need about to play me. the bird game i've
1: made that's that's my favorite change about us as well
0: though. birds
1: birds are our, our obsession i mean Although I came we out. Like...
0: we both came out and
1: and now we're like we love birds. the
0: best thing about the, our favorite change is that we started liking birds
1: yeah. <laughs> no but i've always wanted the, uh, a white snowy owl. bird
0: cage Oh, we should watch that movie. Birdcage? What the fuck? It's Fun. a metaphor. Oh. Birdcage. Because you're in a cage, can't spread your wings. Mm. You're out of the cage, spread your fucking wings. These birds are uh, spreading their there. Oh Yeah, wings. okay,
1: I took a while to get there,
0: but we got there eventually. Said fuck a few times there. Gotta hit that let, explicit mark, but I mean, uh,
1: Yeah, but it's like, we love... It's
0: sweaters. a podcast for only OnlyFans lady and An OnlyFans a dude who says stuff on TikTok.
1: Okay, so... That was a really
0: beautiful yellow butterfly, right? I like butterflies. I always, I used to catch them with nets, like on our crossing, then what? and then I just <laughs> look at it and then I'd let it go because <laughs> I didn't want to like put it in a book or anything that felt wrong. Uh, I just wanted. Oh, I did try to sometimes put it in a jar, and then I felt bad, bad. all the time, so I just let it go. Julia Roberts, sliding past the people on her way to her seat at a bases ball game and she says the line I've got moves more sing-songy than this because I've become monotone today but she says I've got moves you've never seen let's let's, uh, have our Julia Roberts moment here
1: yeah so she's like super cute trying to win her best friend over and she comes down with all these beers for the guys because she's you know the cutest and she's got this cute little crop top on Uh,
0: oh because she's being devious because she's trying to undermine the bride it's weird i might be
1: imagining like her crop top and her nipples but that's what I do. I love Julia Roberts, I always have, always will, so, um, a beautiful body. She's a cool lady. But I recognize, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very attractive too. So, anyway, she comes down, and I can't remember the line before it, because I'm just mesmerized by her (laughs) titties, and then she says, I've got moves you've never seen. And like glides past and gives all the men their beers and oh.
0: This has been the Julia Roberts Memory Jukebox (laughs) with Peter T. Bags and uh, MJ from It's a Jaded World. Join us next time. Okay, so I gotta go. We gotta afford the children. All right, MJ, let's wrap this thing up. What you enjoying? What's out there that other people should know that you like?
1: Um. Well, I'm currently watching this really great um series of movies.
0: Oh yeah, what you are might, they?
1: You you might have heard of them. Um, I am on the last harry potter movie for the millionth time
0: you know and... i can i think that i've only seen the last couple maybe once through really yeah i know that we saw the the them all in purse or in theaters and we went to a special event when we saw the last movie yeah, But i think that was, that was, was the last time i saw the last movie until this time
1: so yeah i'm watching it again and i am just as nervous and anxious every step of the way like i don't know what's gonna happen but
0: you've read all of the books
1: Uh, haven't you i've i've read all of the books multiple times i've watched every movie multiple times um i don't like the first two too often i usually start on the third movie
0: yeah um I, the Christopher Columbus Harry Potters were not my favorite. The yeah. Harry Potter by Chris, Christopher Columbus. Although I do like that they're still wearing the robes in that they one. They wear Be- the
1: robes in, throughout all of them. It's just, they okay. have their, like, you know. It's just, they look like break. regular kids yeah.
0: in the other ones. And they're not regular kids. They're magic people. And that's why Mr. Magic Dursley hates people. them. <laughs> That's why Dursley hates them, because they wear magic people clothes. They're dressed like weirdos. Um,
1: They are my people.
0: I started a new show called Mr. Corman. It's a Joseph Mm -hmm. Gordon-Levitt show. I've got a big uh, crush on Joseph Gordon-Levitt. have since Third Rock from the Sun but Indeed. he is a fantastic it actor. It was
1: the hair drapes, wasn't it? It
0: was the hair drapes. The, oh god, I wanted my hair long and straight just like that. It looked so <laughs> stupid. Um and then when he was on 10 things I hate about you. Ooh. Also, that every really, everybody be, on 10 things I, I know, hate about literally you literally everywhere except in for that, that movie. The douchebag that, you know, gets his car wrecked by Cat.
1: Oh, you know, I I'd go for him. <laughs>
0: I know you would. You like the D-bags for some reason. Uh. But like Mr. Corman, it's this uh, TV show about a teacher and he's just dealing. Just processing. And it, yeah. and it starts off like one of the first scenes is um, he's talking about some prominent woman in history and he calls he mentions that she was a woman and the student calls him out on it it's like why she got to be a woman it's like well it's like wait i i thought it was relevant i thought it (laughs) mattered and you see this turmoil on his face of trying to figure out how how to say the right thing by
1: a fifth grader and knowing that she has she's a right valid point
0: she's right like he's not wrong but she's right and i like the way that he handled that and then oh, digging in into
1: situation
0: though oh yeah we all have and that's tell those damn stories yeah uh i've been peter teabags
1: and i am mj we hope you have a fabulous day in this jaded world until next Bye, time see you later
0: I don't think you have an awkward face shape, I really don't. I know you say it a lot and you've drawn attention to it, but I just don't and see not,
1: it. it's not awkward, it's just, it's asymmetrical. My jawline. Which makes me unique looking. I think.
0: So you're telling me I've been married to the scream mask?
1: Yes, look, say, okay. Look at how my jaw goes to one side. Like.
0: I thought you were just roaring. No, that's my jaw just drops that way. Like it, it. they're just always ferocious. <laughs> that's
1: silly.
0: I remember watching a uh a dinosaur documentary. Not a documentary, I don't know what the hell it was, I think it was like a computer generated reenactment thing and this dinosaur had gotten its jaw broken by another dinosaur's tail and like it was off to the side and it almost died because of this but like it learned to survive and then it went on and lived till it died and they were able to find its mutated jaw so someday they're going to find your mutated jaw and study your beauty just like that weird ass dinosaur i love you my weird ass dinosaur
1: you know i was always really obsessed with dinosaurs
0: I think you should be obsessed with dinosaurs. Especially as a kid.
1: But I never got to, like, play with them, because they were boys' toys.
0: Uh, Dino Dana is a very good show, I love that show, it encouraged our youngest. She had Dino Dana, and it was really good that she had that because It encouraged her to... She got really excited about dinosaurs for a long time. She knew she would come and tell me facts about dinosaurs. And, like, the way it's typically depicted, it's only the little boys doing that. And it's... No, it's just because you encourage the little boys to do it. If you encourage the little girls to do it, they're going to be in because it's a cool thing.
1: That was our time. Their time, like, they have these things now, which is so wonderful. She's able to explore
0: representation matters
1: every everything she wants to it so i thought it was really cute because well i guess i should correct myself this is was a moment she taught me because she showed me this opening to her favorite tv show right and it was like characterized differently than it normally is and I was like, oh, you should cosplay as the main girl in that video. And she goes, no, I don't want to be her. I want to be him. Because yes, he's a werewolf, and it's cool. Yeah, and it was just like, of course she wants to be him. Like, there's so, it, he's so much more dramatic. Like, he has these ears, and, and she's just like a typical kind of anime girl in a blue suit, I think. I don't think there was anything really all of that unique
0: it's fun to watch them so watch that, them that was, direct themselves yeah. into who they become
1: yeah that was a moment where she kind of taught me like don't assume that every child wants to be the same character or sex like yeah gender i guess you know what i'm gonna talk about right now because i'm doing it so i'm currently posting a picture mm-hmm. and i want to discuss this because i want to know what How other women feel about it, but I hate wearing a bra and a shirt. I either want to wear one or the other. So currently I'm just wearing a sports bra and I wore it out. And it
0: looks good.
1: Of course I got tons of looks like, bitch, where is your shirt? But I don't care. I hate wearing
0: this functions the same.
1: Yeah. And when I go out just wearing a shirt with no bra underneath, same thing happens. And maybe I'm just, like, perceiving these looks as such. Maybe they're just checking me out, or maybe I'm just a conceited bitch. I don't know. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to wear both, and I don't want to, because <laughs> I'm more comfortable just wearing one. So that's what my next post is about. Writing copy for
0: it right now. And also your uh, your costume is t- basically a bra twisted with a shirt, and it. My costume. Th- your cosplay that you're posting that you did, and it was like a weird mixture of the two fighting. It was a battle, a battle of duality. Oh, L- my cosplay.
1: We took pictures. of Lending, last
0: yeah, the the socially oh, acceptable side versus the